BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Another great week for a NASCAR and Pro Series upstar, while a five-time modified champion continues to struggle. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, June 27, 2018. Kyle Rickey here in Killingly, Connecticut, joined by Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina studios. Freshly back from her West Coast trip to the Sonoma Raceway in California. How was that flight back earlier this week, Hannah? It was definitely a rough one. I don't care who you are. When you fly coast to coast uh, and in the middle seat for that for that point, uh, it makes a long flight back. But it's good to be back. I'm not here for very long before I turn around and go to Washington State this upcoming weekend for the summer showdown. But great to be out in California. Wine country is not a bad place to be stuck for a couple days. <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. I figured you'd have enough miles by now where you can get out of the middle seat and either get a window or an aisle. Maybe after this weekend, though, because you're going back to Evergreen, and we'll talk more about that here later in the show. You are, of course, out there at Sonoma Raceway covering the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West. Two weeks ago, we had Will Rogers in studio uh, to preview the upcoming road course events at New Jersey Motorsports Park for the East Series and at Sonoma for the West Series. And... So I guess very little surprise, won them both, but he had his hands full on Saturday afternoon with a bunch of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series drivers chasing him down. Yeah, it wasn't the first time, though. You know, last year he went to Sonoma Raceway. Um, he came off of a win of New Jersey Motorsports Park this year, but last year at Sonoma he was chasing Kevin Harvick. So he decided that this year he was going to be the one that was being chased by these uh, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series guys, and he did it. He found his way in victory lane ahead of five Cup guys. So he's definitely got some bragging rights uh, in the Canaan West Series right now. He held off Eric Almarola, William Byron, Daniel Suarez, and Ryan Partridge, the top five Alex Bowman, in the race as well, but uh, fell out of the event early due to mechanical issues. He'll be joining us here in studio. In fact, I think he's sitting right next to you right now, queued up and, and ready to go. Uh, Ryan Partridge, by the way, leads the championship standings by one point over his Sunrise Ford teammate Derek Thorne. They head back to Douglas County Speedway this coming weekend. They're back in action, a rare two-week-in-a-row stretch for the West Series. The NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, they ran over the weekend at Langley Speedway in Virginia, and there were some familiar faces up front. Well, some surprises at the back. Ryan Priest won the race over Justin Bonsignor and Matt Hirschman. Craig Lutz, who was top three in the championship standings and having a great year, finished 27th due to mechanical issues earlier in the race, and Doug Kobe finished 24th due to a late race crash. That puts him now, Hannah, 73 points out of the championship lead. That's 19 more points than he was last year at this time after six races when he was just 54 points back. We talked about what an incredible come-from-behind run it was for Kobe last summer to win the championship. Is this maybe too big of a hole right now, though? I feel like we started this conversation, you know, pretty early on in the season when Kobe had a rough start. 
And we were like, oh, he's done this before. He's come back. He's dug himself out of this hole. And the farther we get in this series, I mean, we're, we're almost to July now. And he just can't seem to catch that break. And like you said, he's fallen farther behind. So, I mean, it's going to be really, really tough. He's going to have to get, as, I, as I'd like to say, like a Bonsignor run right now. He's going to have to get consistent, get tons of wins, and, you know, get these strong finishes. And the last couple of races have not been good to him. So I think it'll be – it's going to be a huge, huge comeback story if he does make a run for this t- championship title. But he's got his work cut out for him. He's going to have to have some good runs. And at the same time, guys like Justin Bonsignor and Timmy Salamito – going to have to have bad runs and chase dowling as well who is second in points uh will have to have bad runs for doug to uh try to contend for his sixth modified title all right today on the show nascar canaan road course hot shoe will rogers we already talked about him he's in studio ready to go in nascar wheel and all american series first time super late model winner Last weekend at the bull ring at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Kaylee Barker and uh, Hannah, I know you know Kaylee, uh, and we kind of figured it was only a matter of time before she would get her first win. Yeah, it was. Kaylee and I actually go pretty far back. The first time I heard of her is I was actually racing super stocks as well at my home track, Magic Valley Speedway, and I just broke the record for the youngest Wheel and All-American winner at like 15 years and two months. And I didn't hold that title for very long before Kaylee Barker came along and broke the same record out at the bull ring. So... That was our first point of contact, but um, we've actually gotten to know each other really well from racing with each other at the bull ring to doing the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program. And like you said, it was just a matter of time, but she's got some stiff competition out there at the bull ring and uh, she got it done. And I think this is just going to start uh, start a trend for her. She's got the confidence now. She knows she's got this car dialed in and wouldn't be surprised if we see her back in victory lane this year held off one of the track's most winningest drivers in Scott Gaffarini to pick up that win. We'll chat with her coming up later in the show, but coming up next, NASCAR Kane and Pro Series West winner from Sonoma, Will Rogers joins us in studio. Chris Crockett here with one of the heads of our Toyota racing family, Martin Truex Jr. Doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I hadn't asked, but was about to. Great second question, Chris. Car feels great, and no, no pressure because of last year's results. How do you know what you're about to ask? Yeah, you're blowing your mind. Relax, Chris. Being out in the lead is what I do best. That is amazing. I know. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go this season? Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Front style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com or on the track this week at Chicagoland Speedway. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, Kyle Rickey joined by Hannah Newhouse. And for the second time in three weeks, she is joined by NASCAR Kane and Pro Series West driver Will Rogers in our Concord, North Carolina studios. He joined us two weeks ago to preview some upcoming road course events on both the East and the West Series. And in the last two weeks, Won them both. Will, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, exciting to be here after our wins and really had happy we were able to uh, kind of, you know, prelim or pre- predict those, uh, those wins and happy to share them with you guys here today. You won Sonoma uh, just a couple of days ago in the K&N Pro Series West. 
You had some of the Cup Series, most veteran drivers, and a couple of rookies as well, and, and guys like William Byron chasing you down. Did that make the Sonoma win a, a little bit more sweet than and maybe some of your other victories? Oh, definitely, for sure. Uh, it wasn't as, as um, I'd say, rewarding as last year when we ran second to Kevin Harvick. Obviously, we had a ton of eyes on us then. Not to say that we didn't get a lot of attention this year, but that that finish for us really boosted everything that we've done, not only on road courses, but circle tracks too. And then when it comes to business and sponsorship, that really helped a ton. But uh, being able to come back and really solidify our run last year and beat out some of those up and coming cup guys was uh, definitely pretty uh, satisfying for sure. Now I got the chance to talk with a lot of the drivers you included throughout the weekend and it was hot. I mean, we come from humidity and heat out here, but it was just blistering hot out at Sonoma. And we did the math, and I know you helped me do it when we were out there. Yeah. You guys shift 17 times a lap uh-huh. for 64 laps. That's 1,088 times. How physically grueling was that race between the heat and all of the physical attributes to it? It was it was really tough. I, I said it in my post-race interview that we'll see on Thursday here, but... Uh, I almost fell out of the seat there. I will honestly say um, the team really had to rally behind me to get me back uh, up and going. The heat was just grueling inside the car, and I had no real uh, air circulation. So you, when you're sitting in that suit and that full containment seat, it just kind of stews there, and uh, it's really hard to keep your your heart rate in the right place and your mindset in the right place. Uh, but when that second break came around, they helped me out, gave me a Gatorade and an ice pack, and kind of reset me for the last stage and obviously uh, it did the trick and and we were able to pull away from Amarillo there. That's incredible to me. 17 times a lap. That's like a shift, what, every five or six seconds on average around that place? Yeah, it's a ton. Uh, There's a lot that you're doing. I mean, Sonoma is so brutal in, in the case of shifting for sure, but you're going up elevation and hitting curbs and there's no grip. So you're constantly fighting the pedals to try to find any ounce that you can get. Um, or any edge you can on the competition. So that place wears you out. Uh, A place like Watkins Glen, it's a lot easier. It's more like driving on the freeway, I like to think. It's so smooth and you're just going fast, but Sonoma, you're up on the wheel and and charging hard. Now you had Cole Keats, who was your teammate with Jefferson Pitts Racing this this last weekend, who made his debut at New Jersey Motorsports Park and is back here at Sonoma. And I saw him picking your brain a lot throughout the weekend. What advice and how did you help him, you know, maneuver through Sonoma? Yeah, I definitely had a few guys coming up to me uh, throughout the weekend, including William Byron. He came and, well, actually, we went and just kind of discussed what I was doing a little bit to try to help him. But when it comes to Cole, he comes from off-road racing and rally car racing. So it's a, a far different kind of uh, discipline, you could say. Uh, pretty much what I had to do is, is, at least what I tried to do, is is kind of bring him back and have him step back from being so aggressive to just kind of letting the car do what it wants to do. And I explained that actually these stock cars don't want to do anything. So you kind of have to like predict on, uh, or uh, at least think ahead on, on trying to think what it will, will do well. Um, so that's one thing. And then just telling them to stay on the racetrack and stay consistent. If you could do that in one of these stock cars for road race, you'll end up you know, finishing in the top 10 just like he did. So uh, I commend him. He did a great job. And, and hopefully we'll see him back in the Canon East or West series here soon. I heard that a lot. Stay on the racetrack. That was half the battle at Sonoma, was staying out of that dirt and keeping these cars clean because it is just rough out there. Yeah, there are certainly a lot of opportunities at Sonoma to get off course and get into the tire barriers or the guardrails that align that racetrack. You mentioned some of the guys that that reached out pre-race. Of course, it was a Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series weekend, and a lot of eyes were on that race on Saturday. 
how many uh, drivers or crew members or team owners from the cup garage may have reached out to you on on Saturday night and, and during the day on Sunday? Uh, actually, quite a few. Uh, a lot of people, obviously, Saturday leaving the race. It was a pretty exciting one. Uh, maybe not towards the end because we kind of did just walk away with it there, but it was definitely a good race nonetheless. Um, definitely had guys like uh, uh, Alex Bowman and Bubba Wallace. Those guys reached out to me and obviously got to see my buddy Kevin Harvick, and, and he gave me some uh, definitely words of, of uh, congratulations. So that was great to, uh, to experience. And um, a lot of those guys are paying attention. It's really neat to see that what we're doing at the lower levels does really uh, translate up to the higher levels. Now, this was an important race. I know you guys had your sponsor, uh, Kelly Benefits, there with you in Victory Lane. It was a cool celebration. Um, you're not full-time in any real series right now, whether it be the ARCA, the Canaan East or West. How important is it for you with this strategic sponsorship to line up sponsorships for races that you know you're good at, such as these road courses? It's super critical. I mean, when you can find a sponsor that's willing to invest in you, maybe not full season, like you said, but for X amount of races, you want to give them the best opportunity to find a return on investment. And I think that's exactly what we did with Kelly, uh, with Dryden, and also Gear Wheels this weekend. So um, these races, we knew we had a great chance at winning, and we wanted to give them the best opportunity to to really engage their existing customers and possibly new customers. So um, they were super thrilled to be in victory lane, really happy to fly the Kelly colors for these last uh, two races. And hopefully going into Watkins Glen, we'll, we'll end up in victory lane again and they'll be right there along with us. In case some folks missed our conversation from a couple of weeks ago when we first had you in studio, let's revisit your career for a moment. 23 years old from California, one full season in the Kane and West Series. That, of course, coming a year ago. But many folks are wondering why you're such a good road racer. What what has made you so strong on these road courses? I think it's really a combination of all of my motorsports experience. Um, everything from go-karts to motocross, off-road, sports cars, and now these big heavy stock cars, which I like to refer to as as kind of like boats, and they're just big and lazy. Um, I got to learn a ton of ex- learn a ton of experience through go karts, which tre- teaches you consistency and just kind of thinking ahead and doing what you need to do to finish the race. Motocross, learning how to be very aggressive, yet learn how to read terrain and figure out what your best line choice is to accomplish the goal at hand. Same thing for off road racing. And for sports car racing, that kind of teaches you how to really wring the neck of any car or track that you're on and just find that raw speed and stay competitive towards the front of the field. So taking all of those elements into one of these big boats like a stock car um, on a road course, I think that's what really helps me excel. Uh, So I kind of lend that towards uh, everything that I've learned in the past. And big boats they are. They drive like taxi cabs. We used to call them taxi cab racing um, in the K&N Pro Series. Nonetheless, great racing to watch. Um, next on the schedule for you guys have Chicagoland yes. this upcoming weekend. Um, transition from road course to uh, a big circle track. Are you a little nervous about that, or how are you feeling about going into this Arca race? Uh, not too nervous about Chicagoland, uh, but it is a huge transition. I, I mean, you're going from cars that are set up uh, on an even platform to a car that's set up for skew and to be pretty much in six degrees of yaw the whole time, catching that air. Uh, so it is totally different kind of racing, especially when you get around people and, and having to use draft and and uh, all kinds of different things to get around your competitors. Uh, but really confident in my Kenny Schrader racing team with Dryden um, and everybody that's going to be part of that, that program this weekend. Uh, I'm really excited to get going uh, close to 200 miles again, 200 miles an hour again this weekend. You were driving for... Uh Jefferson Pitts this past weekend and, and owner Jeff Jefferson, a legend out in West Coast racing. Uh, what's that relationship like uh, with, with you and Jeff? 
uh, Jeff and I, we really, we've really um, morphed into this perfect, I'd say, driver crew chief relationship. Um, he's Hannah, you know him well. Uh, those guys at Jefferson Pitts, along with with Jerry Pitts, who really knows how to set up these cars specifically for road courses, he does a fantastic job. But Jeff and I, um, it's pretty easy going. We get to the racetrack and we're just relaxed. We kind of go over what our plan is and what the what the kind of options are, and we don't think about it too much. I know some crew chiefs they and drivers they get a little flustered sometimes and they kind of try to throw the book at it and uh, that's never really something that Jeff and I do we kind of stick to our roots and and stick to the game plan and that's what helps us be successful pretty much every weekend that we've gone out and uh, raced together so really happy with with what he and I have grown over the last year and a half and uh, obviously it's transpired into some great things and I can't wait to see if if we can do that again in the future. Jeff Jefferson is one of the most calm, cool, and collected people. That whole team is, and I've only seen him ever get riled up one time, and he about about took me off the bleachers when he did it. But no, great people in the Canaan West series. Um, like you said, New Jersey Motorsports Park coming up, and you've had the nickname deemed Road Course Rogers. Yep. Um, coming off of three consecutive Road Course wins. Um, are you looking to keep that going and make the trifecta at the Glen? That's definitely a goal for us. Uh, Kelly Benefit Strategies, again, we strategically planned these races because we had the best opportunity. The goal is definitely trifecta. Um, we did it once before at Watkins Glen racing against uh, Ryan Truex. There, uh, He gave us definitely a run for our money last year, but we were able to walk away with the win. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, do that again and, and get Kelly back in victory lane. Coming up in August, part of another big NASCAR weekend with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Will Rogers, thank you for taking the time to join us in studio once again. Congratulations on all the recent success and best of luck to you this weekend at Chicagoland Speedway. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Will Rogers joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, the bullring at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway's most recent super late model winner, Kaylee Barker. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Chris Crockett here with one of the heads of our Toyota racing family, Martin Truex Jr. Doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I hadn't asked, but was about to. Great second question, Chris. Car feels great. And no, no pressure because of last year's results. How do you... Know what you're about to ask? Yeah, you're... Blowing your mind? Relax, Chris. Being out in the lead is what I do best. That is... Amazing. I know. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go this season? Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota. Let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and it's always fun for us to see new winners, whether it be in the NASCAR and Pro Series, the NASCAR Pinty Series, the Modified Tour, or the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series at short tracks across the country. That was the case last week at the Bowler Ring at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in the track's premier division, the Super Late Models. 20-year-old Kaylee Barker scored her first win, holding off the, the most dominant driver in recent years there, Scott Gaffarini, and Kaylee joins us now from Las Vegas. Kaylee, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Hi, thank you for having me. 
It's been quite some time uh, since your last win uh, at the uh, at the bull ring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I believe it was like a, a three or four year wind drought since your move into the super late model. So has it sunk in yet that you finally scored uh, your first super late model win? Yeah, it's sinking in. Um, the more interviews I do, the more real it seems and seeing everything. Yeah, it's, it's sinking in finally. <laughs> it only took about almost two weeks. <laughs> Now, you've been racing at the Bullring, you know, pretty much your entire career. You've built a fan base, your friends, your family. Um, How emotional was that first win, especially to get it in a super late model, which you've been trying for years to do, but to get it at a home track like the Bullring? It was pretty crazy. Um, It's just there were so many emotions. It was pretty cool to see all the fans staying for our victory lane pictures and still cheering when we were taking the pictures. So just, you know, I've been out there since I was in a baby carrier, so... The amount of people that came up to me and congratulated me was crazy, and I'm forever grateful for it. All right, bring us through the closing laps from that race uh, just over a week ago. You have a, a pretty good-sized lead over Scott Gaffarini, and then we get to the closing laps, and suddenly Scott is there within a car length, challenging on your back bumper. Uh, what was going through your mind from your seat? Um, well, with about five laps to go, uh, we blew a brake line, so I didn't quite have a brake pedal, so I was trying to coast as best I could while keeping my speed up enough. Um, I knew he was going to hit me, but I didn't think he was going to wreck me because he doesn't drive like that, so I just waited for him to keep hitting me straight in the last corner, and then I just floored it to the checkered. So it definitely was not an easy win, and from what I heard, I talked to a lot of the West Coasters. I was out at Sonoma Raceway this past weekend, and honestly, actually, a big topic of conversation was your win out at the Bullring, including, you know, Lauren Hill with DJ Safety. We had a good conversation, and he said Scott Gaffarini came down and congratulated you in victory lane and was almost as emotional as you guys were. So how cool is it to have, you know, one of your strongest competitors be one of the first ones in victory lane with you? Oh, it was awesome. He was literally crying. So I've, like I said, I've I've watched Scotty race for since I can remember. So being able to race with him really hard and clean and just finish ahead of him by that little bit that I did to get the win, it was awesome. And to be able to celebrate with him and have competitors that are congratulatory and, you know, like to see you win is pretty cool. I can remember right, I believe he is a 66-time winner at the Bull Ring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway and a, a super late model, so definitely one of the most decorated drivers in the history of that racetrack. What, uh, what do you believe was the biggest challenge in adapting to a super late model from your super stock, where you also had quite a bit of success a number of years ago at the Bull Ring? Um, I guess the biggest challenge, uh, well, one year we did, I did double duty, so I did both the street, the super stock and the super late model in the same year, so that was kind of challenging in itself going back and forth between two completely different cars. Then the year after that, we built a brand new car for me, so spent basically the first year trying to figure that out and get the new car blues out of it, um, and then with Jimmy Parker on board with us, he's really been able to help with the setup. Um, he's taught me and my dad so many things. Um, so just being able to drive it harder than the super stock was a little bit different to adapt to and just being to, able to trust the car once we got the setup right. Now, we've been talking about this whole momentum concept for a first-time win with a lot of the people we've had on this year. That first win is the hardest to get, but once you get that first win, the rest come a little bit easier. How much do you think this first win is going to help kickstart some momentum to maybe get some more victories this year? 
I hope it helps a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, but like we always say, the first one's the hardest. So, you know, I'm not going to think that we're going to go out and dominate every race. We still have a lot of hard work to do to put in every week and every night working on the car. So that's not going to change. So hopefully with all the hard work, it'll pay off again. Let's talk about life off the racetrack for a moment. When you're not at the Speedway, you're, you're a college student. Uh, what are you going to college for, and, and what do you hope that will lead to down the road? Um, I actually just changed my major to psychology. So in the future, I plan on getting my Ph.D. in that. Um, that way I can have a little bit of a backup plan in case this whole racing thing doesn't work out. Uh, but, yeah, full-time college student, have three jobs, and still racing. So I don't really stop. <laughs> The life, the life of a 20-year-old in this sport. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a balance between school and racing and a social life, which ends up being at the racetrack. But um, we've talked about your history at the Bullring, including in your Superstock. You've made it before, breaking that record of the youngest Wheelan All-American Series winner. Um, and you just did it again. You're the first woman to win a super late model race at the Bullring. Um, how cool is it to have your name in a record book at a historic place like the Bullring? Uh, it's pretty awesome. There's, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have known me since I was in a baby carrier and watched me, how I was very, very timid in a bando at first when I first started. Um, everyone had their doubts, and I had my doubts because I was super-duper slow, so just being able to get there and go, you know, to where I am now and seeing my names in the record books, it's, I feel like it's a big accomplishment, and I'm very thankful for being able to do what I love, you know, on a weekly basis, and being able to have all the support behind me. Now you run the number 34 and as long as I've been watching you have always run that number but have noticed in some pictures that within the four it says plus two. Is there a story there and and, and what about the number 34 uh, do you like and why have you run that number for so long? Um, so when my dad was racing he was number 34. We are Chicago Bears fans so because of Walter Payton. Um, and then I have a sponsor, ExecuClean, who also used to race. And when he raced, he was number 36. So before I started racing, he was always asking me what number I was going to be. And I would say 34 like my dad. And as a joke, because he also, he bought my first suit, my first helmet, my gloves, and my shoes. So as a joke, he was like, I'm not going to buy any of that stuff for you. And you're going to have to pit way far away from me. Yeah, because I wasn't going to be number 36. So just as a joke, we made it 34 plus 2, and it's kind of stuck, and that's what people at the track know me by now. I've always wondered that, too. I've, I've raced with you on occasions and seen the 34 plus 2, but I've never known the backstory of it. Um, a full schedule for you between school and racing. You have your super late model, but you've also dabbled in some modified racing as well the past year. So what does your schedule look like the rest of the 2018 season? So it's probably going to be just super late models. Um, modifieds are my favorite. I'm probably going to do a couple more SRL races. Uh, for sure the one at the Bullring. Um, maybe I know we're going to try and hit Tucson for the turkey shoot. So try and travel a little bit more. Just depends on sponsorship and money like usual. <laughs> A busy summer, no doubt, coming up for you, Kaylee. Although you get a little bit of a break here, I believe the Bull Ring has one more event before their summer break because it's like 150 degrees out there in <laughs> July and August, and nobody wants to be at the racetrack under those conditions. So uh, congratulations again on the win. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and best of luck to you when you return to the racetrack for the Night of Fire on July 3rd. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
Kaylee Barker joining us from the Las Vegas Bull Ring, the most recent and newest super late model winner at that racetrack. Coming up, we'll wrap up this week's show with a look ahead that will include the NASCAR Euro Series, which is back in action this weekend. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com or on the track this week at Chicagoland Speedway. Chris Crockett here with one of the heads of our Toyota racing family, Martin Truex Jr. Doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I hadn't asked, but was about to. Great second question, Chris. Car feels great. And no, no pressure because of last year's results. How do you... Know what you're about to ask? Yeah, you're... Blowing your mind? Relax, Chris. Being out in the lead is what I do best. That is... Amazing. I know. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go this season? Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota. Let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up another edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast, wanting to remind you that the Ridge is a minimalist front pocket wallet that helps you reevaluate your everyday carry. Launched by a father-son team and funded on Kickstarter in 2013 to the tune of 266K, the Ridge is now resides in pockets of over a quarter of a million men and women. The RFID blocking wallet is made by two metal plates, either titanium, carbon fiber, or aluminum, bound together with a durable elastic band. Get 10% off today with free worldwide shipping by going to RidgeWallet.com. That is RidgeWallet.com and using promo code RACING. And for 10% off, ditch your bulky wallet today and get the Ridge at RidgeWallet.com. Lots of racing over the weekend at NASCAR short tracks across the country. Um, Bowman Gray Stadium back in action. They had modifieds on track once again. Burt Myers claiming the win again. Taylor Robbins won in the street stocks. At Grandview Speedway, it was Jeff Strunk who held off Mike Gallar to win the modified feature. Joey Cipriano claimed his first SK modified feature at the Stafford Speedway. Berlin Raceway in Michigan saw Dave Lake and Carson Hosever split the twin super late model features. Josh Fry won both of the modified features, and our very own Jeff Striegel, who anchors our Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series broadcast, affiliated with that team through Racing, racing Awareness and the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Nice. So congratulations to Jeff over the weekend. And Hannah, there was some action elsewhere in the country, including Colorado. Yeah, Colorado National uh, ran this weekend, and Super Late Model is one of the main shows out there. Brett Yaki, son of uh, Colorado champion Bruce Yaki, is just on a roll out there, collected, I believe, his seventh Super Late Model win, um, racing with the Alan Kulwicki Driver Development Program. So he'll be one to beat this year in that program. But so far, he's untouchable. But looking forward to the weekend, we've talked about it a little earlier in the show, the Summer Showdown, the richest summer short track race on the West Coast, happening at Evergreen Speedway in Monroe, Washington, will be the race to watch this weekend. $25,000 to win on that 5 eighths mile. You're going to have people like Jeremy Doss, um, local track champion Trenton Morarities coming out, as well as Jeff Knight. So um, I'm excited heading out there to cover some short track racing in the Northwest. 
Going to be fun. A uh, big race on Friday night at the Stafford Motor Speedway as well with the SK Modifieds, the fourth annual SK5K. Touring action over the weekend as well. The Pinty Series back in action at Autodrome Chaudier. And the NASCAR Wheel and All or Wheel and Euro Series in action Saturday and Sunday at the Oval World Challenge in Tour France. And the Modifieds also back in action, Hannah. Yeah, they'll be at Riverhead Raceway. And this will be, we've talked about it so much, this whole NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, they are just balling up to be a great chase for the championship with someone like Justin Bonsignor, who's been on a roll. Chase Dowling, yet to win, but so consistent. It'll be interesting to come back from the weekend and see our winners next week. All right, that'll do it for the show here today. Going to be a busy weekend. Want to thank Lowell Rogers and Kaylee Barker. For Craig Moore, Brian Yesowich, and Hannah Newhouse, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week. NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.